everyone. How are you guys doing today? I am one of your FWBs, booked with Emily or just M. And I am your other FWB, read reviews by Jess or just Jess. And I am pumped to be recording today, um, not necessarily because of this buddy read. I just, I, I, <laughs> I mean, tea, tea, <laughs> sips tea. No, I just am excited to like chat with them. I feel like we haven't recorded in a while um, since last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? It's been so long. It's been so long. And I just. I'm excited yeah. too. I feel if you follow us on Instagram. I was a couple days behind on posting what I was supposed to post. And I did say, like, I literally just finished this book last night. So we are recording at Wednesday, 9 a.m. It goes live in less than 24 hours. Woo-hoo! So I'm excited to talk about this. I think this is going to be really funny because we have not talked about our feelings at all about this book. Literally, because I just finished it while she was probably sleeping. I don't even know. But we did talk about how, like, there are certain things we thought would be funny to chat about. We picked a really funny quiz. So I'm excited to see where this goes. It might get a little unhinged, not safe for husbands. So let's NSFH. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I finished this maybe like three or four days ago. I don't remember really. Um, but I'm excited to chat about it too. And I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah. Um, how about we're going to take a quiz? Yeah, we're going to take a quiz. Oh, here's what I was going to (laughs) say. It's 9am. I don't function well until 2pm. So (laughs) that's true. This is the earliest we've ever recorded. So I don't know how this is going to go, but we will see. Yeah, this is the earliest we've ever recorded. So it's going to great i'm excited let's get into it baby all right go ahead what quiz are we taking we are gonna take you guessed it a buzzfeed quiz titled respond to these x texts and we'll reveal how you are in relationships and as you guys know we are talking about x's and o's by amy leah so we thought this would be um, a fun one and there's like a little disclaimer and it says yes i know you would never (laughs) respond to your ex (laughs) but just pretend thanks (laughs) Amazing. Okay. So the first text from our ex is, what you doing tonight? Question mark. The response options are, not you, avoiding you, hanging with my new boo, calling an exorcist to rid me of your presence. Okay, so I am going to, as you guys, I'm very happily married, Mm -hmm. and I have not been a crazy ex for... Many years, but I am going to rewind and put myself back into college Emily Mm. because I was a crazy bitch in college. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to answer these as if I was a crazy ex in college. And I was also very petty towards my ex-boyfriend. So I would probably say hanging with my new boo. Oh, tea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am in the same boat. I haven't been a crazy ex since high school because I'm married to my high school boyfriend. Um, but I did have one before him, and this is for you, bitch. <laughs> so I am going to respond with calling an exorcist to rid me of your presence. Thank you. <laughs> I was hoping that you would choose that one. Okay, so your text, your ex texts you and says, I still love you. Mm. How do you respond? Interesting. When did you start loving me? Not today, Satan. 
I don't. <laughs> the recipient of this message isn't taking this bullshit any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh I'm going to go with interesting. When did you start loving me? Because that tracks. That's some sass. I was also a pretty desperate ex-girlfriend, so I probably would have been like, I still love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I was being sassy, I probably would say, I don't. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just keep it simple. <laughs> I do not. So keep it moving, buddy. All right. Your ex texts you and he says, I miss you, sad face. You respond with, and I miss Blockbuster, but I've learned how to move past it. <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. Get it? LOL. Anyway, leave me alone. I would miss me too. Miss me with that mess. <laughs> These are funny. Uh, I like the blockbuster, blockbuster one that is funny. But do you get the second one? Big mistake. Huge. Do you get that? <laughs> Donald Trump? No. From Pretty Woman. Pretty oh. Woman. When she goes into that... <laughs> Huge. When she goes into the store. Okay. Anyways, um, I would probably say I would miss me too. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think I would say miss me with that mess. Honey, we're moving that on. We don't like want you. anything to do with that. Yeah. No, that sounds like you for sure. Okay. Next one. You're looking real good. How you been? You can respond with I've always looked good. Since the breakup, never been better. <laughs> At least one of us is. Or a simple K. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with K. That's enough said. That's ending the conversation. I love it. Honestly, I, I'm going to have to say K too. Because if I K you, even today, Emily, I'm pissed. If yeah. I ever send you a simple K, like that's worse than being ignored. In my opinion. Okay, yeah, I've never been K'd by Emily. Yeah, nope. yeah, so I'm sure it will be. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 that tracks. I'm scared. <laughs> right? Okay, your ex texts you thinking of you. You respond with, not my favorite Katy Perry song, but still a bop. <laughs> I've never thought of you. One thought, don't overexert your brain. <laughs> Congrats. This is the first time you've thought about someone other than yourself. Oh, these are oh good. Gosh. These are good. <laughs> what are you going with him? I, I'm i going to go with not my favorite Katy Perry song, but still a bop. <laughs> I just have to say, like, this is not how I was in college. Like, I was not, like, a strong ex, right. like, ready to say, like, fuck you. Like, I was a weak bitch. Okay. So, yeah. Like, if I had to do over, this is how I would answer these questions. Yeah, no, I was a weak bitch for sure. And I would be like crying and be like, you cheated on me. I'm never talking to you again. And then you. he would be like, okay. And then I would be like, wait, no. God, that's actually it. so sad. This is why no. we laugh so much. Trauma. <laughs> We're actually not okay at all. Okay, I'm going to go with, um, <laughs> I've never thought of you. <laughs> I think that's amazing. <laughs> if you are in a position where you are, like, 
maybe like single now and like have recently broken up with someone, I really think that you should use these to inspire your messages if Absolutely. you ever contact that person again. So, but oh, speaking of the next text is <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Two exclamation points, and the options are <laughs> or LOL. No, you're not. I'm sorry. You're this. I, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're this way, too. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm having a stroke. Um, your nose growing? Because that's the biggest lie you've ever told. <laughs> um, oh, these are tough. I'm going to say, oh, well, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm sorry you're this way, too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a response from Emily, actually. She's actually texted me that before, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> never said that to you oh my god oh gosh okay your ex texts you it's midnight and he texts you i'm just giving the context buzzfeed isn't but i am and he says when can i see you and you say when you learn how to open your eyes and stop sleeping on people who actually give a shit so never (laughs) when i upload a selfie Find me anywhere the light touches. I don't know what that means, but I think it's a Lion King reference. (laughs) 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 Um, The last one is, I ain't a magic eight ball. Ask somebody else. (laughs) Uh I would actually respond with entirely too much energy and say, when you learn how to open your eyes and stop sleeping on people who actually give a shit, so never! (laughs) That's how I would answer. Um, Yeah, I'd probably answer that way, too. Okay. We're aligned. Okay! Okay. What did you get? Tell us. I got committed and reliable. You don't take the word love lightly. When you tell someone you love them, you're in it for the long haul. You can be trusted to actually stick with your partner through thick and thin, and you never back down on your promises. That tracks. It sounds like I'm amazing. You know what? I think you do sound amazing because I got the exact same. (laughs) (laughs) It does track though. Yeah. Honestly, it's in my nature. I'm a cancer. And so I feel Mm -hmm. like I just am a very loving person and very loyal. I do think that I would say that I'm committed and reliable. Mm -hmm. I would say that from a friend's standpoint, too. So No, definitely for you, too. Aw. So this is why we're soulmates. Soulies. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. That was cute. That was, yeah, let's get back on tracker. I thought that was fun and cute. I like that one. Related to, like. It's funny because we're going to talk about X's and O's next. And Tara, the female MC, would have never used any of those responses in a million years would she have done that. So yeah. I'm excited to uh, talk about this book. Do you want to give the summary? Yeah, let me give the summary. So this book, oh, maybe this book follows <laughs> Tara. It is from her point of view only. And Tara is a bookstagrammer, book fluencer slash nurse. So she yes. talks about in the book how, or in the book, how she loves books, how she is like talking to her followers. And um, she's doing this challenge where she has a gala coming up for her work and she needs a date. So she's like, let me revisit all of my exes and see if I can 
have a second chance romance of sorts and rekindle something with them. So she writes down all yes. of her exes and she's going through the list um, to find a date to this gala. Also, while that's happening, she moves into a new apartment with a new roommate who is Trevor. And Trevor is a firefighter and he's kind of like this playboy and um, he's pretty like quiet and reserved and Tara is very like outgoing and, and in your face. And so it's kind of as well as like the exes and the ex list in that journey, you get that journey of Trevor, who is actually the love interest of the book and you kind of see them build a friendship as roommates and then um eventually a love so how's that i think that was great i think that you summed it up um as just said it is a single point of view so we're just getting terror side of things this is a rom-com or a romance i'd say it's an average length for a romance 361 pages maybe a little on the long side it has pretty good reviews. It has four stars out of 5,500 ratings on Goodreads. So I, I think that's pretty good. And if you guys didn't know, this is the second book in an interconnected series. So you don't have to read the first book, Set on You. I will say that I really liked X's and O's better than Set on You. That's not to say that I love this book. We'll get into it. But I thought it was much better than the first book. But you don't have to read the first book to, to enjoy this one. You just kind of get some background information on characters. Yeah. So if you <clears throat> didn't read the first book, Emily and I buddy read it this before the podcast. Um, the first book features Crystal, who is um, Tara's sister, and Scott, um, who you get to see in the book as well. And then Trevor and Scott used to live together. Um, and Crystal and Tara used to live together. And when Crystal and Scott moved in, Tara moved in with Trevor. So that's kind of the backstory of how that happened. Also, too, to preface this, I am probably not the best person to give any sort of advice on how to be an ex. But I'm going to say a lot of things talking about this book. <laughs> and I'm just putting it out there that, like, it's probably best to not take any of my advice I give. So just a yeah. disclaimer, I fully admit that I am the worst possible ex you could ever possibly have. So disclaimer. Okay. I, I yes. mean, honestly, a high school me, <laughs> yeah, what I would say the same. But I feel like I've grown so much. I would see, like... I don't want to say, like, I'd love to see the ex I would be because that would mean I'm getting a divorce and I don't want that. But I think, you know, I think I could handle my shit now. Do you know what's so crazy? Crying in the corner. Literally. <laughs> you would never. Okay. You without David, you actually would just be no, never okay. Yeah. Understandably so. <laughs> I would I would die if you lost Devin. But. I think that's such a good point because college Emily as an ex, like I would never allow myself to be the same way now. Mm -hmm. Like I think that I would be more heartbroken because obviously I'm losing like the love of my life, my husband, but I don't think that I would handle it the way that I handled it in college right. just because like you said, like I've grown so much. And even like if I look back to how I was in college, like I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like I should have been committed. <laughs> like, you almost were. <laughs> <laughs> literally but anyways okay so did you like this book yeah um i <laughs> yeah so i sure. did i like it was fine it was fine i didn't love it i didn't hate it i did really enjoy the beginning of the book because i thought it was really fun to get like 
her bookstagrammer side and see her doing like her book stack challenges and talking about different tropes. And it was fun from that aspect. And I really liked it. I liked the idea of the book, like her trying to find that second chance romance with her list of exes. Um, I will say I really struggle with single point of view books now. Uh, I think it's so hard to get invested in the relationship when you don't get it from both sides. And I think Trevor, as a man of really few words, it was, and and having no point of view from him, it was like, did he actually say anything in this book? Like you, ju- I just felt so much was missing because it was single point of view. I could not agree more. I actually loved the first half of this book. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so funny. I could relate to Tara in so many ways because she is that crazy ex, right? She literally keys someone cars. I mean, she just wants to love. Like, she is so desperate to love. And I just, I loved that about her. I thought she was quirky and fun. And then the second half of the book, like, really took a turn for me. And I think because exactly what Jess said... This whole book, we get nothing from Trevor. Mm -hmm. Like, we kind of get, like, maybe, like, you know, they stare at each other a little too long. And, like, he's a little jealous when she talks to Cameron, the other firefighter. So you can kind of see that he's starting to like her. But then it goes from zero to a 100 so fast. Mm -hmm. Like, he literally goes from, like, I'm never going to love, like, I'm a playboy to I've been in love with you forever. Yeah. And, like, once that happened, I was, like... I saw this coming, but, like, I just, I'm not invested in this relationship because I just don't, I can't believe it. Like, I don't know what, like, were you feeling this all along? Like, I think it really would have helped if we would have been inside his head, exactly like you said. I think that was a big miss for me. Yeah, I think one of my notes here is I really like Trevor and could imagine him being, like, a hottie and could imagine rooting for them. But I struggled because I felt like he barely said anything Because he's supposed to be, like, this reserved and keep to himself and, like, really kind of, like, a little bit broody. Um, Yeah. And so that combined with not having his point of view, it just kind of made him feel like a dud. And, like, like his feelings came out of nowhere. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. And even, like, his personality, I feel like, did a 180. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like as soon as he admitted his feelings, like, he he wasn't, like, that grump or, like, reserved anymore. And I feel like that was just out of character, too. Like, even how he admitted his feelings was so different than, like, what we got for the first three quarters of the book, basically. Yeah. So I was kind of bummed about him because I, I'm always rooting for, first of all, I love like a forced proximity, like roomy mm. romance, but like, like it was just hard to root for them in a relationship. And then too, I struggled a little bit because this whole entire book, Tara, it just felt so insincere when she was like, okay, Trevor, let's try this. Like you literally were about to go on a date with another man six hours prior to this. Like it just seemed like, do you actually love him? Or are you just so desperate for any yeah. love? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. That's something I got too. is like, she is so convinced that as soon as she meets someone, like she loves them. And even her friends, when they're talking to her, they're like, do you actually like, is this right? Just... So, it was hard to feel like really like be rooting for them when it seems like she's just loving anyone who will love her back. Yes. What did her sister say? Crystal was like, you would fall in love with a branch if you stared at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like, 
I felt for Tara because like you could, she just, she was so, I feel like her, all of her relationships kind of just made her feel smaller. Yeah. Like they just made her feel like she was too much to handle. And so I do love that Trevor was kind of like, you're never too much. Like I love listening to you talk. Like I really liked how supportive he was. And so I wanted her to find that love. I just think there needed to be more space between her going back to all of her exes and then finally being with Trevor. Right. Like, I just feel like they were She needed just some, like, self-growth to, like... Yeah, Yeah, there was not much of that at all, any character growth. I totally agree. Um, but I did think it was really, really funny. Like, I laughed a lot. I highlighted so much stuff. Um... What, there was one quote when she was like, realistically, I should be lauded for my willingness to take on a whole separate human's personality traumas in addition to my own. That's strength. <laughs> really like, you're so right, Tara. Yes, Tara. <laughs> like, she just had an excuse for everything. Like, everything yeah. someone said to her, she's like, no, no, no. But this is, this is actually, right. like, he's in love with me. Like, he didn't mean that. Like, yeah. because he loves me. I, I, I agree. I think it was really funny. I definitely had a lot of like lol moments and i thought it was cute too um i think at towards the end of the book i felt like she was a little annoying (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i was like kind of over her but um i definitely think like i really like you said i really enjoyed the first half of it and then it kind of just took a turn and i was like okay this is too much she's not growing like it's just the pacing feels a little bit off for me um yeah but yeah No, I agree. I really liked the beginning because I thought it was kind of fun to, like, see her on this quest now. And I thought, like, it kind of reminded me actually a little bit of, like, Josh and Hazel when we, like, read about the dates that she went on. Do you know what I mean? Like, I kind of got that vibe. Like, I thought that was really fun. And I, I, I really like that. And then the middle dragged for me a little bit. It, it just felt very repetitive. We weren't seeing any growth between Trevor and mm-hmm. Tara. And we knew that's how the story was ending. So I wish that we just would have seen a little more of a connection between them. And then the end just took a turn to like crazy town. Like with her going to the gala with Daniel and then Trevor showing up and letting Trevor just leave. And like, I was like, what is happening yeah. right now like, what's going on yeah i don't know i the end was very i i actually skimmed like several pages at the end like of her internal monologue because i was like i'm just done listening to you like i just can't with this i agree yeah she was really annoying towards the end what did you think of okay i have two things that i want to get your thoughts on number one what did you think of her little like i guess they're like glimpses or like I don't know what you would call it, of her recording these videos for her followers. I thought some of them were fun, and I thought other ones were just, like, I just skimmed past them, to be honest with you. Like, I I thought some of them were cute. I also, (laughs) maybe I'm just dumb, I didn't understand the first part where it was, like, explaining where she was. Like, was that for us, for, like, her to try to set the... I didn't love that. I was like, wait, is she explaining to her listeners where she's at? Or, Tara I, I was is just... sitting. No, it was it was setting yeah. the scene. Okay. Yeah, I thought some of them were cute. I'm usually, I love the text messages. I'm a big fan of text yeah. in a book. And so I'm usually a fan of like little excerpts, like in a book of something like that. 
But they were they didn't add to the story for me. There were several times I actually forgot she was a bookstagrammer. Like I don't <laughs> think that was driven home as like like in the first book. So if you didn't, this is the influencer series. So in the first book, her sister is a fitness influencer, and I feel like that was such a big part of that book. I mean, it, it had to do with the conflict why she broke up. Like, anyways, that's the first book. But I felt like this book it wasn't as big of a deal. Like I kind of forgot that she was even like a a book influencer. Yeah, and I think that's just go- that's normal. I think book fluencers, like we had a whole episode on bookstagrammers. Like, if you want to yeah. get rich and famous, book fluencing is not the way to do it. <laughs> so maybe that's yeah, maybe that's what like it's showing. Like, bookstagram is really just like a hobby, and I think yeah, it's, it's it really. I think she did a really great job of showing like the life of a bookstagrammer like we do this as a hobby we have most of us have nine to five jobs or we're you know parents or whatever um we have something outside of bookstagram so i i actually did like that yeah sadly i i like that aspect i think it was like it was cute that it was woven in but also like it wasn't her whole identity but you still got like glimpses of her talking to her followers or glimpses of her doing a book stack challenge or Trevor getting pissed yeah. off because there's books all over the apartment. So, yeah. Relatable. Relatable. No, that's so true. That's a really good point. I guess that makes sense because, like, in the first book, like, Crystal made that her career. Yeah. Whereas Tara Log obviously could not make this her career. She was also a nurse. And I think that was – her being a nurse was actually more prevalent than a bookfluencer. But I never really thought about it from your point of view. So I guess that's a really – like, I wonder if she did that intentionally where it's, like, just a hobby. Like, it's kind of in the background. Yeah. Um, so that's a good point. Did you like those little excerpts, though, like, of her talking to her followers? Yeah, I did. I liked how they, like, kind of related to the dates or, like, actions of Trevor. So, like, mm-hmm. the forced proximity one and then the one about, like, playboys and stuff like that. So I thought they were cute, but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, my other, other thing? Yeah, 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 is the yeah, steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your thought on the spiciness and the spicy levels of this book? Um, there wasn't much, yeah. to be honest. And I actually didn't expect there to be much just based on the first book. Um, And that actually is one thing I did ask Jess. I was like, what's the spice level? And she was like, I'm at 60% and they still haven't had sex. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have high expectations for that, which is fine because I almost can't even, like, I think if it was super explicit, I would have been like, what is even happening in this book? I didn't see it that way. Right. And then when they finally did have sex, it was a little spicier than I thought it was going to be. Like what they were saying and just how detailed it was. But I do have qualms with the second time they had sex in the hot tub because I had the hardest time figuring out what the hell their positions were. I was like, what are they doing? Wait, did he put a condom on underwater? Is there water now in the condom? Like, I was What's so the point? Con- yeah, I was so confused at what was happening. But I thought it was cute. I mean, I'm glad there was like at least one in there because we did hear about how much Trevor was such a playboy and like he had so many one night stands and he was just like this, you know, like, I don't know. She heard the guys or she heard all the girls that he was having sex with through the walls. Like, yes. Yeah. So like, I'm kind of glad we did see it. But if you haven't read this and you're listening, like there's don't go into it thinking there's a ton of scene because there's two sex scenes. 
that. Yeah, I will say I thought Set On You was a tad spicier. And I think that's maybe just because the spicy scenes happen a lot faster. Like, yeah, in the very beginning of the not the very beginning, but like really close to the beginning of the book, like they have like this steamy locker room encounter. Um, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there's like a bathtub scene. And then this one, it's like you have to wait like a really long time to get any sort of sex scene. Um so, yeah, those are my thoughts. I did think it was really funny when they, Trevor and her were at the club trying to find somebody she could have a one night stand with. And she ends up going home with someone they say looks like a youth pastor. <laughs> and then they get to her apartment and they're both like, yeah, I can't do this. This just is not for me. No, I like that, too. That was funny. I I think, too, uh, you made a good point about set on you where I... I did not like that book, but I'm not going to give spoilers because I don't know if you guys have read that one. But it definitely was a little steamier because, like Jess said, it happened quicker. Mm -hmm. And I think that book had more tension. Like, there was definitely more tension between Scotty and Crystal than there was between Tara and Trevor. And so I think, like, if there would have been a little more tension between Tara and Trevor, I would have even maybe enjoyed, like, the steamy scenes a little more. But there was really nothing between them for right. the whole book. So it was just like, like I said, they went from zero to a hundred so fast. Like, so, yeah. so fast. Yeah. And it was hard. It's hard, like, going back to Tara, like, just being in love with a branch, like anyone. It was hard to, like, actually <laughs> take that tension seriously when you're, you're getting it from her point of view. Like, she's like, oh, like, he looked at me. Like, did he want to kiss me? And you're just like, Tara get yourself checked because probably not. But then he actually does. And it's like, I don't know if she was just imagining things and just yeah. like turning something or turning nothing into something or if those things are actually happening. But I guess they were because they ended yeah. up together. I don't know. Agreed. What did you think about when they finally did get together and he was like, I'm committed to you. Like, I'm going to give you everything I have. And she's like, great, we're together. And then the next day, she has a panic attack about sending him a selfie. Why? <laughs> Why did you That's do that? That's the book lost me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, li I liked Trevor when he was like, if I'm doing this, like, I'm doing this. And that yeah. was like a weird sort of character moment for me because I didn't expect that. Like for someone mm -hmm. who's never really been in a relationship and who's just have had like one night stands for him to be like, we have not really done anything romantically, Nothing but I'm ever. in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I do. I think it was cute how he did fall in love with her because I think like, and I'm building a lot of this up in my own head, but like, give it to me. Kind of, give me the build em. Like, I, I kind of like, I loved how he was there for her through this whole process. Right. And I loved how we did get glimpses of him, like being visibly bothered. Oh, like you have a date tonight. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, really? Like you're going on a date tonight. No, you're not riding with Cameron. You're riding with me. No, you can't sleep with him. You can't sleep with it. Like I loved like those little tidbits from him. But, like, as soon as he said that he was all in, I was like, I think you guys should have a conversation. <laughs> like, especially being that you know she falls in love so easily. Like, you haven't even – she actually didn't even tell him how she felt. She asked him, do you have feelings for me? And he was like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> like, he never said, like, are they mutual? Right. Like, 
ever. I guess it was just implied. I don't know. It just, it lost me a little bit when they finally got together. And then going back to sending the selfie, just send him a fucking selfie. Like, why are you literally having a panic attack about sending your boyfriend who you literally slept with last night, who told you he's all in? Like, what? And then she's like, oh, he's not texting me back. Like, bitch, he's fighting wildfires. What? I thought the same thing. I actually thought he was going to end up hurt oh. when he said he was going to fight the wildfires. That would have been like, like I, a nice plot point, <laughs> I think. I mean, all seriously. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, another thing that I don't know if another, but one thing I did love was actually the dinner scene when she got stood up. It was a scene right out of New Girl. Oh, when my Trevor gosh. showed up at dinner yeah. and was like, hey, babe, sorry I'm late. I could just picture Jess, <laughs> Nick, Schmidt, and Winston. Like, it was true. I loved that. That was probably my favorite part of the book. I thought that was so sweet. And the first time we really got a glimpse of, like, how he could be as right. a boyfriend. And I then he goes, it. the waiter goes to take the bread away. And he goes, yeah, no, we're not done. <laughs> would not be getting a tip just kidding he would i always tip 20 no i did not like that at all he was a dick he what should did find you another think job of, yeah not meant for the service industry <laughs> what did you think of the whole kind of like side plot of um trevor's niece angie and like her mom and that sort of part of the story I didn't think much about it, to be honest. I actually wrote in my notes in the beginning that I thought it was annoying how Crystal just assumed Angie was, like, the love of his life. She saw Candy on his bed and was immediately, like, Angie's love is love of his life. And then for, like, the first, I don't know, I'm making a percentage up, 30% of the book, she's always referring to Angie. Well, she's he's in love with Angie. And then we find out who she is. And I was like, Tara, you're so ridiculous. Yeah, like, Tara, like... uh, Tara is unhinged. Let's just give her that. No, she, but she knows it, I think. Like, I really it. do think she knows it. But it was okay. I don't, I thought it was, I don't know. It was fine. I didn't, it didn't pull on my heartstrings. Right. Like, I don't know if it was intended to kind of like put, I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it, like, I don't know why she had to be like in the hospital, like dying. Like, I feel like the same thing could have happened. Like, outside of that so that part was like a little like I get that like Tara was a nurse and like they worked in the same hospital and so Tara could just go see her and they were able to build that relationship but it just felt like the she could have had like a single mom and the dad left and Trevor's like still stepping in to kind of like help and like be there for them while the mom is working two jobs to provide for her daughter so the that aspect of it kind of just was like okay like nothing's really happening like she didn't she didn't take a turn for the worse in the hospital or anything like that yeah that's what i it just it was okay yeah just was there you know what i mean like i i didn't even think like i didn't even swoon over like his interactions with angie like it didn't make me feel like he was more like human you know what i mean they're like more emotional i just i I think it would have done a good job if it was they, we got both point of views because he would probably yeah. be swooning over Tara and uh, Tara interacting with Angie. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought overall, I think like for as far as a romance, it was pretty standard. I do think that Amy Leah, the author, did a really good job of making this feel like a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Like I really did kind of get like a true 
romantic comedy vibe from this book. Like, like I could see this almost being a movie, like Fifty First Dates, but with different men. Or like, I, I don't know. I thought that she did a really good job of that, and I think it was a cute romance. I wasn't obsessed with it by any means. I, I didn't. I wasn't obsessed with the characters, but I think for this time of year, right around Valentine's Day, like I, I got what I wanted from it. I guess like it yeah. was. It was fine. What did you end up rating it? So if I pull up my rating guide, oh, she's I would give to it. this. I'm true to it, baby. I would give it three stars. So that means it was okay. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I didn't really connect with the characters and I felt the plot lacked in some areas. I probably won't remember much about the book once I finish it and I definitely won't think about it afterwards. Yeah. And I, I think that's pretty true. It was fine while reading it. I didn't want to like DNF it or anything like that, but I can't imagine the characters or the plot will stick with me. Yeah. That's fair. I think the first half of this book for me was definitely like a four star read. It was solid. I really connected with Tara. Um, But then the second half definitely lost me a little bit. And I would say it was more of a two star for me. So I'm going in the middle and I'm giving this thing a three stars. Um, I don't have a rating guide. I rate with my heart. And however I feel, it's vibes only for me, really. So, I feel that. I yeah, get that. It's going with the three. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I didn't want to DNF it. I did get frustrated um, at the end. And I definitely thought that there was some stuff missing in terms of, like, character growth and, and getting more from Trevor. Um, but overall, I think it was a, a solid read. Yeah, I agree. I think that if you're looking for a quick romance like this one will do you know i don't think it's going to change your life in any way but maybe excuse me i've seen really good reviews for this i mean on goodreads like it has good reviews and a couple of our listeners who we follow have posted their reviews and i've seen a couple five stars so again very subjective i think that as a romance reader who predominantly reads romance i've just read so many better romances that like this one just won't stand out to me because of that I think that's fair. I think the only aspect of this that would stand out to me and that I kind of stay with me for a while is the bookstagrammer aspect because, again, I think Amy knocked it out of the park with that. So, um, yeah, agreed. I did take a lot of quotes away from it too, though. So the one she was talking about her sexual, sexual awakening and they were saying like who her like crush was, right? And I have never resonated with something more. (laughs) And she said, the kid from Casper was probably my very first. But I'd say my first sexual awakening was Zac Efron in his high school musical days. And I'm literally like, yeah. (laughs) Have you ever seen Casper? Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, my God. Wait, you're attracted to the ghost or Casper? No, who played him. Like, the actual, like when he turned human at the dance. I remember watching Casper just, like, sitting in front of the TV, like, my hands under my chin, like, waiting for him to come on, like, hearts in my eyes, like, just the biggest crush on him. I'm looking at him And then Zac Efron in High School Musical. Oh, my God. I was in high school when this came out. Well, actually, at the end of middle school. And I just remember rooting for Zach and Vanessa to kiss. And when they finally kissed in High School Musical 2, I just, I swear, I saw stars. (laughs) (laughs) I felt it to my knees. You know who I think my first sexual awakening was? Was um, (laughs) Phil of the Future. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh 
but like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> just wanted to see how you'd react. <laughs> no, but it was him. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Wait, I need to look him up. I didn't let. So I was a Disney kid, and so I definitely He's am Disney. familiar. I know oh. that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm definitely familiar with that show. But wait, okay, okay, he's okay. He's cute. He's cute with that long, shaggy hair. Okay, he look the future, baby. I accept this. Maybe I should go back and watch it. Yeah. I was more like even Steve, even Stevens watching Shia LaBeouf, and I thought he was hot. I thought he had it going on, little nerdy Shia LaBeouf, little nerdy. Hell of the future. He was kicking it, babe. Okay, oh. wait. I have another <laughs> scene that I was oh, dying at. <laughs> so when she decided she wants to have a one night stand, and so they're going to the club, and she drags Trevor along to like go with her, <laughs> <laughs> and she comes out of her room with a duffel bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "What's with the duffel bag?" And she said, "It's an overnight bag." Brought some makeup and new clothes. And he's like, why would you bring a change your clothes to the club? And she said, just in case, what if my hookup wants to hang out tomorrow? <laughs> that is so me. Yeah. Like, I'm just picturing me in college. And I'm not confirming or denying that I've had hookups. But let's just say I had. That's so me. The next morning, I'm like, should we do breakfast? Want to go to the calf? <laughs> Are we dating now? <laughs> I think that's amazing. Yeah, that was, I was funny. I literally dying. Oh, my God. That was so funny. What else do you have? Anything? Yeah, this one's for you. Okay. So this is when they're talking about she's referring to sex, calling it like, do you want to go to pound town? Do you want to <laughs> break a break? And she said... <laughs> what about boinking bruising the beef gardens <laughs> oh my god That's I literally was dying when I read it <laughs> bruising the beef gardens <laughs> that's so vulgar I think it's amazing I am only calling it that from now on Oh, God. So, anyways, I thought that was really funny. I I just... There was stuff that I highlighted that just made me feel like I relate to her. Yeah. Like, she said how Trevor was, like, reading her thrillers. And she was like, I really can't deal with thrillers because, like, I just don't deal with plot to twist well. And I'm like, that's me. Uh, yeah, I think you are Tara, actually. <laughs> I saw so much of myself at Tara. I mean, I've never keyed a car, ever, I've never tried to reach out to... I only have a few exes, and I would never in a million right. years. Oh, I'm married. But even before that, they're in my past. Long, long gone. <laughs> but, oh, one more thing. So, do you think <laughs> that you could ever live with, like, a hot, sexy firefighter male and not fall in love with him? <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs> I would. Like, if I had a, a roommate, and I looked at him, and I was like... This hot fireman, sexy tattooed. I'm like, he's going to be my husband. And I'm going to do yeah, everything I can there. to make this happen. I feel like, though, Tara didn't really do that much. She just was like, wanted to love somebody else. Yes, but I, that's confused. what I'm saying. Like, right. she didn't. Like, that wasn't like her first instinct where me, I'm like, this is, we're dating now. Right. Like, this is it. There we go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I guess we can say we are friends with X's and O's. If you like this episode and want to continue following along with the podcast, head over to our Instagram um, at friends with books. Um, before we do that, actually, let's do bookmarked M. Okay. My bookmark is it's going to be a double bookmarked. Oh. Um, so my bookmarked is. Who was my, Emily's, sexual awakening, and who was Jess's sexual awakening? I think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good one. And bonus points if you tell us who your Your sexual sexual awakening was. (laughs) Amazing. I'm very curious. We're all having sexual awakenings. Live, laugh, love. I I guess Jess is done talking about this book. Oh, did you have more to say? Literally nothing. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I would say that we definitely are friends with, um, forgetting the name, X's, X's and, and O's. Yeah, I would say we're friends. Yeah, friendly. Well, probably acquaintances. We're friends now, but down the road, like, just maybe a little acquaintance. Yeah. Like, like wave at each other, right. walking down the street. Hello. Like, I wouldn't stop to talk to to this but anyways yeah make sure you're following us on our instagram friends with books pod and next week very exciting candy steiner will be joining us i'm so 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 excited and just to hype candy steiner up some more if you guys want to read a book before next week as always i recommend a love letter to whiskey But she just had a book come out today, so Wednesday the 15th, Hail Mary. It's the last book in her Red Zone Rival series. However, all four books in the series are complete standalones. Mm -hmm. So it's just interconnected. You can read any of them at any point. My two favorites are The Blind Side and Hail Mary. So if you want to squeeze something in, a quick steamy read before Candy's episode, I would definitely recommend those three books. Yeah. And they're they're football. So if you're still in the Super Bowl mood, um, in the football mood, definitely check football. those out. Football. Yes. Yeah, I am excited. We were just talking about this before we came on to record. Um, I have to edit the the episode of Candy Steiner. Um, and I'm really excited to do it because I, I think we had a really good conversation. So um yeah. I'm excited to kind of listen back um and see if it was just in our heads or not. Probably. Yeah. No, she was amazing. It's going to be yeah, good. I'm was so, really good. so excited. Um, yeah, and so she's got a gift for all of you. So stay tuned for that. It's a great episode. But um, if you like this episode and if you like the podcast, as always, please leave us a review, subscribe, um, leave us a rating, tell your friends, tell your mom, maybe not her. <laughs> um <laughs> But we're so appreciative of you all, and we are excited to for all of our episodes coming up. Honestly, we've got a, a lot of good stuff on the schedule, so excited. We do. And if you <clears throat> don't follow us on Instagram, that's where we post all of our buddy reads in advance. So if you don't follow our Instagram, we also have a Facebook page. So make sure you follow us Ooh. there because we're now announcing everything over on our Facebook page. Um, but if you do want to have just a little heads up of what's happening in March with our buddy reads, we are starting the month with Priest, mm-hmm. which is a dirty, filthy book. Every Last Secret, which is a thriller, mystery, a mm-hmm. scary little book. And then ending the month with The Love Wager, which isn't even released yet, but Jess is super, super excited that one. So just a little heads up in case you don't follow us on either of those platforms to, to get a head start on those books. Yeah. And we've been 
taking polls um, from our listeners to see what you all want to read. And two out of three of those were from a poll. So Priest was uh, a poll response. And then someone else said anything by Lynn Painter Kirkle. And then someone else said specifically the love wager. So excited for those. Um, And then we've been trying to throw a thriller in the mix because we think they're a little bit um, easier to talk about in a way that it's not like we have to like really like pull stuff out. Um, Yeah. So excited. But yeah, that's all for this week. Agreed. All right. Well, I had so much fun. Awesome. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye! See you later!